Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. There's Chuck, there's Josh, that's me, and there's Jerry over there. Uh, no time to talk any further. Let's get started. We're talking about dolphins disarming <laughs> mine. <laughs> Are you going to do that every time? Uh, as long as I get a laugh out of you, yeah. yeah I will you, laugh every time. Well, then every time it is. Because <laughs> I'm laughing because then we do this and it takes more time than if we <laughs> it just... Really, <laughs> it does. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Maybe I will stop doing that because I really do feel like pressed for time. Like you can see I'm perspiring across the top of my lip. <laughs> hey, let me try a Josh Clark intro. Okay. Hey, Josh, you ever seen a dolphin? <laughs> yes, I have, Chuck. As See a what that feels like? It does. It's kind of exhilarating. Yeah, especially when you know. That that the other person has seen or done or Whatever. heard of. Yeah. yeah, you're in the club. So we've both seen dolphins. We have. Uh, and I knew about this. Uh, what we're talking about here is the fact that the U.S. Navy mm-hmm. uses dolphins to find uh, unexploded underwater Ocean mines. Right. And I knew about this, but, uh, I, I, you know, it was kind of cool just to see how exactly this works. It was. Well, also, I think a lot of people have the impression that the dolphins are there, like, you know, they're sweating themselves. They're wiping sweat sure. from their, their brow as they're disarming these mines, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, my, they're like, my flipper can't even hold these pliers. Right. Or was it the green wire or the red wire <laughs> I'm supposed to clip? <laughs> but and I'm that's, colorblind. That's <laughs> right. That's not the case at all. They, they don't actually disarm the mines. They don't even really get that close to it. What they do is they go find mines for, like, the U.S. Navy. It's not just the U.S. Navy that does this. Apparently, um, Russia captured... Ukraine's dolphin patrol in Crimea in the Crimean War recently. They used Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can't swim. Terrible joke. He sings like a stone. He he does. He doesn't but look he, he like looks, he would be a swimmer, does he? He no, he's too he's got too much like muscle, yeah. you know? Which I, I mean <laughs> sounds counterintuitive, but yeah, he does look like he would sink for sure. Uh, yeah, so th- what do you say Russians use them? I'm sure other people do too, right? A lot of people do. And again, it's they're not using them to disarm the mines. They're using them to find mines. And mm-hmm. the reason they use dolphins to find mines is because there are um, there's no technology that we have that comes even close to rivaling a dolphin's ability to find something in uh, very murky water with a lot of loud acoustic noise and... Um, that, that may be disguised to look like something else, and mines fall under all three of those categories. Yeah, so what a dolphin does, and, and we'll get to how they do it, but uh, they are trained to do this specifically with just like they would be at, uh, at stinky old SeaWorld with like, you know, fish as their reward mm-hmm. to do their little tricks. But they, they learn to search for these mines, find one, and like you said, it, they could be like 50 feet away. It's not like they have to go knock on it or anything like that. Right. And it probably wouldn't explode anyway. Um, so they go find one. They swim back to the boat and ring a bell or, you know, some sort of signifier that they've worked out. They set off a firework. <laughs> they, they, they shoot a flare <laughs> at the captain. Uh, and then the human says, all right, good job. Your work is not quite done, though, because mm-hmm. all you're doing is saying there's something down there. Uh, now, here is a uh, an acoustic transponder. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go take this, he puts it in his little fist, mm-hmm. and then the dolphin swims back to the mine, and now they have, you know, it's like, it's a transponder, so they actually know where it is now. 
Right, and then they come back and they get the fish, which is right. really what they're they're kind of after. If you remember our Sar Dogs episode, it's it's kind of the thing. Like they're after a fish. They know if they go do this, they'll get a fish. And, and people think dolphins are smart. They don't, they're dumb because they don't realize there's fish everywhere in that ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chuck, how how would a dolphin do this kind of thing? Why is a dolphin so much so so vastly superior? to uh, anything that humans can come up with technology-wise. We humans are pretty good at coming up with technology, frankly. That is correct. But um, we use sonar, and they use sonar, but they've been using sonar a lot longer than we've been using sonar. That's the point of this article. That really is sort of it. Like they, I mean, dolphins have been around way longer than uh, we've been using sonar, and that's their their chief, uh, I mean, I guess it's sort of a communication device. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely is they communicate, but it's also the way that they see, I yeah. guess, is the best way you could put it. They see with their, their well, they don't have ears. They see with <laughs> what we normally what might think of as things that we might hear. Yeah, and that's why it's so tough to kind of wrap your head around what they're doing. But if you think about it, if if our vision is nothing but a bunch of electrical impulses stimulated by light— mm-hmm that forms like a mental conception of an object in our brain. That's exactly what dolphins are doing, but they're doing it with sound. They're shooting out like a kind of thing. (laughs) And when it comes back, it tells them about that object and it forms an impression in their brain. Just like we do visually, they do orally. But not through the mouth. I mean, orally, A-U. Orally. Oh, well put. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and supposedly they are so good at this kind of echolocation that they can tell the difference from 50 feet away between a BB gun pellet being right. dropped in the water and a kernel of corn being dropped in the water. Yeah, which is, again, now we're starting to reach the point where it's like, okay, now I see why they're so much better yeah. than, than our technology. Like, yeah, I can see that. I could, If you put a BB and a, corn, a kernel of corn next to each other 50 feet away, I can do that. I can see that. But if the visibility could underwater, you? sure, I could. <laughs> All right. If, if the visibility underwater is like two feet in front of your face, you couldn't do that. A dolphin could, which is why they come in handy. Right. And so uh, we've talked about echolocation with bats before, uh, and I feel like with something else, but definitely with bats. That was one of our great uh, long-form episodes. Probably whales, whales episode. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but dolphins use the same process. Um, they use their nasal passages, and they make that little clicking sound that you did so well. Thank you. Uh, they send it uh, to the forehead, and that focuses the sound into like a beam that shoots out into the water. That's right. step one. Yeah. And then what happens after that? Well, after that, because it's echolocation, you know, it works just like with the bats. Things bounce off and come back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of bats, it's, you know, mosquitoes and things like that or or stupid humans with tennis rackets. Um, <laughs> it bounces back to the dolphin as that echo, and then they absorb that uh, into their jaw. Like a tennis racket. Like a t- <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Poor dolphin. Poor dolphin. Uh, and this part is kind of gross sounding, but there is a um, what Jane McGrath referred to as a passage of fat mm-hmm. in the jaw. And that's just really j- just a conductor that conducts the sound to the inner ear of the dolphin, which and then all the, the nerve impulses get going and then the brain starts firing. And like you said, just like we see something, uh, they can say, wow, that thing is a round like a BB or it's 
shaped uh, kernel shaped like a corn kernel. Or or they go, hey, it's a sea mine. That thing's going to blow. I better go sure. tell the Navy. Or that's a fish. I don't even need to go back to the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I can eat. So, Chuck, um, let's take an ad break, and then we will come back, and we will talk about how not everybody is super hip with the idea of using dolphins in war. Okay, we're back. And like I said, not everybody's really happy that the U.S. Navy is using dolphins. And actually, I should say real quick, Chuck, I want to fit this in. Um, oh, I shouldn't have even said I wanted to fit it in. That's using up valuable time. <laughs> so uh, I, the, the Navy started using dolphins quite by accident. I guess in 1960, there was a study where they started paying attention to dolphins. They started to study them, like I just said. And um, they were trying to figure out if they could learn anything from dolphins to make torpedoes more, I guess, aquadynamic so that they could move through the water more easily. Sure, so you look to a dolphin. Right, and they didn't learn anything for torpedoes, but they were like, wait, these things are super smart and they have amazing echolocation. Maybe we should figure out something else for them. And they put them into use Um, pretty shortly after that. They started training them. They said they're pretty smart, but here's the hitch. They don't realize they're surrounded by fish in the ocean. (laughs) They think they can only get them from this stupid bucket on the boat. It's also possible they're just really lazy. No, maybe. Maybe. Like if I had, uh, like I can go to a grocery store, but if I had, if I was laying on the couch and someone dropped by and dropped food in my mouth. Right, exactly. All over it. Yeah. (laughs) That's a really good analogy. I get it now. So, um, all right. First of all, we, we already said that they don't disarm them. And they don't even get that close. So mm-hmm. you might think that even animal rights activists would be like, hey, this is fine. They're not getting close. Even if they did, like I said before, they're not going to explode because they're meant to explode when a ship hits it, not, you know, any octopus kind of floating by because that would defeat the purpose of putting a mine in the ocean. Right. Uh, so you would think like, all right, what's the harm then? Uh, but it turns out there actually is quite a bit of harm that could that could come about. Yeah, because if you have a trained team of dolphins that, you know, you're using in one place, say the Atlantic, and you suddenly need them over in the Pacific, you got to get them from point A to point B. Yeah. And there's those dolphins may not be acclimated to the Pacific, especially if it's like um, the northern Pacific and it's super cold and they're used to the middle Atlantic where it's relatively warm, right? Yeah. That's one thing. Another thing is tr- transporting them there alone is is an ordeal for the dolphins. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's ever seen a a whale or a dolphin or a big shark, like, wrapped up in that uh, that sling being, like, lifted out of the ocean into a plane or something, into a mm-hmm. tank. Right. It's just like, it looks awful. Nothing about that makes it look like that any of those animals are psyched that that's happening. Right. Air travel is designed for humans, and it's a nightmare for humans, right? Imagine what it's like for a dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a good point. It's a lot of stress on their body. And they're, yeah. you know, uh, it might sound hippy-dippy, but on their emotional well-being. <laughs> right. You know? On their earth spirit. Well, we've talked about zucosis. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I would imagine that if you want to drive a dolphin insane, there are... Worse ways to do that than putting it on an airplane. Yeah. Taking it for a ride. Absolutely. 
And there were, um, there was actually a, a they were going to use some dolphins as part of a dolphin sea lion team. Sea lion or seal? One of the two. I think, well, sea lions do this as well, okay. for sure. Then it was a dolphin sea lion team. They actually have, can, there are naval teams made up of sea lions and dolphins that work together that not only discover mines, they're also trained to discover like underwater saboteurs. Divers, swimmers who oh, aren't wow. supposed to be there that want to, like, blow up a military station. And the dolphin will go find the guy. Go tell the sea lion. The sea lion goes and puts an ankle cuff on the swimmer. Oh, shut up. I'm not kidding. Oh, man. And they're tethered to a boat now. Like, so the sea lion goes and arrests the guy. And then they <laughs> they both go tell the, the Navy that you got, you got someone on the line. So the dolphin's doing, like, some trick in front of the guy. And he's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm supposed to plant this bomb, but... That's pretty neat looking. And then he looks down and he's like, ah, again. Dolphins. <laughs> and then the sea lion and the dolphin high five. Yeah. But that's so they were going to set up a patrol in the, in Puget Sound uh, in Washington State. Uh, there's an army port there. And uh, they were going to set up patrols. And the, I think some animal rights groups said, nope, not on our watch. And to, to raise public awareness, they started knitting sweaters for the dolphins. <laughs> yeah. who are going to be transported to the, to the cold water. Yeah. And it worked for a little while. I think that, that they have those things now. Yeah. I'm sure there's a workaround. So that's... That is dolphins disarming mines, which they don't actually do. Correct. The dolphins find the mines, and uh, and many, many people are still not too uh, supportive of that. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, they're innocents, and they have no idea what the war's, what's going on with the war. You know, they don't know what they're being used for. It's, just, it's a moral quandary for sure. Yeah, the one thing I couldn't find uh, really quick before we go is what mines are disguised as. One thing I saw, the only thing I saw, was that they can be disguised to appear like ripples in the water. Huh. And I'm like, how would you do that? And then I realized, oh, on sonar, it would look like a, a ripple in the water. So I think they were talking about disguising them. I'm sure they do visually as well, but I think mostly on sonar is how they try to disguise uh, them. Interesting. Yeah. I would love to meet the person who's like, I know how to disguise a mine as a, a ripple in water. Right. I as thought, a, I, yeah, that makes more sense. I was thinking like they would make it look like a big floating kelp mass. Yeah, so something. was I at first. And and they might, but I couldn't find anything like that. That was the only thing I found. Very nice. Uh, well, if you want to know more about dolphins disarming sea mines, hang around in the sea. See what happens. Uh, and in the meantime, get in touch with us. You can send us an email to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. Stuff. 